Hello everyone, this is Ben Kelly, the Strong Seminarian, bringing another Bible verse devotion today. If you would like to know more about the work I do, please visit my website, EndeavoringOrthodoxy.com, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Strong Seminarian. Our verses today come from Ephesians 6, 10-11. They read, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Strength is a unique quality. It has many applications. Some people are strong in body, and some are strong in spirit or mind, while others are strong in resiliency or will. The list really could go on and on. And the verses today talk about moral or spiritual strength, where the Christian is able to literally stand up against the schemes and the attacks of the enemy or the devil. What is interesting that the author, Paul, points out that the Christian is not strong on his own, but is strong in the Lord. This means that the strength of the Christian and his ability to stand up against the schemes of the enemy does not originate from human power, but from God himself. This is why the armor of God is spoken about in the next verse. It is not the armor of human free will or the armor of human determination. It is the armor of God. This leads us to logically conclude that without the might and armor of God, then any human is really powerless to stand against the might of the enemy, the devil. The Bible is filled with verses that discuss how God is the strength of his people. The Psalms are full of lines about how the writer wants to turn towards the strength of the Lord and expects God to save him from his enemies. The Old Testament is full of stories about how God delivers his people from extreme circumstances. The New Testament is full of statements about how the Spirit of God is the one who strengthens Christians in their time of need. There is no example throughout the entire scriptures of God's people triumphing over evil by their own strength, but only by the strength of God. And this example that Paul writes in Ephesians could not be any more clear. What is happening is that Paul is calling Christians to draw their strength from God. Whatever circumstances we are facing in life, we are to lay at the feet of God so that He may be our refuge and strength, and not our own will and resiliency. But this is not how we often think. Many of us believe we can handle all of life's concerns through our own power. This is the American ideal. We pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. What ends up happening is that this American ideal points people in the direction of right civil living and not living in the strength of God. What results from this is that people who are living good, civil lives are deemed good people, not in need of the strength of God, not really in need of redemption of God. And those who do not live upright, civil lives are often seen as the ones who are in need of God's strength. See, what this American ideal does is it does not consider the spiritual sickness and the effect that sin has on every person, no matter how great a civil life he leads. American prosperity and success has indeed been a great blessing God has given this nation, but at the same time, it has been used as a scheme of the enemy to entice many people away from God. This same type of thing happens within the church. Oftentimes, many people within the Christian church will expect that people overcome the schemes of the enemy through their own strength and not by the strength of God. For many years, I would hear the phrase, God will never give you more than you can handle. And I believe that this is absolutely true if the person's suffering is invested in the strength of God rather than his own strength. 
But if what is meant by this phrase is that a person will somehow be able to will their way through terrible circumstances, and it is God who is giving these circumstances, then I think this is quite wrong. The Bible does not teach that God tests our faith and that we are to will ourselves beyond those tests. In Jesus, we see not the power of the self-willed man, but God coming to earth in the form of a man with the limitations of man. This means that when the Spirit of God descended on Jesus at his baptism, this was not merely a symbolic way to represent the Trinity in Scripture, but this act demonstrates that the power and the strength of God through the Holy Spirit was upon the man Jesus Christ. It was literally God's strength that came upon the man, Jesus Christ, and it was God's strength that allowed Christ to do the work that he did. Jesus is still God, but he has a true man nature, and it has to be filled with God's strength. It is only through Christ that we are able to share in this same power. It is only in Christ that we are able to withstand the schemes of the devil and are able to suffer through the circumstances God may allow to happen in our lives. Jesus brings us back into communion with God where we draw strength and armor for everything we face in this life. I hope you enjoyed today's devotion. If you are hearing the gospel for the first time and you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. Be encouraged by God's word each day and please consider subscribing for content each day. I love you all and God bless you.